Welcome to Vermontitude. New episodes drop every Tuesday and can be found by going to vermontitude.com, reformer.com, brattleboro.tv, and locally on Comcast Channel 1078. We come to you from our studios at the Innovation Box on Flat Street. I'm Peter Fishcase, and each week I cover the topics that are of concern to Wyndham County and the towns that reside within its borders. Today we're talking with Anna Marie Pluhar. She's written a book called Sharing Housing. I'll hold that up for you. Uh, a guide to keeping good housemates. She's also the founder and president of Sharing Housing Incorporated. Anna Marie, welcome. Thank you for having me. All right, so uh, let's get right into this. Sharing housing, tell me tell me what that means. I mean, other than the obvious words, we know what the obvious words mean, but what does that mean for you? What it means for me is people living under a roof together, sharing a kitchen. Not co-housing, which many people think of it as, but okay. co-housing is, an ideal, is about independent units and common land together. Okay. But I'm talking about something very simple mm -hmm. to say, right. living under one roof, and complex to actually implement. Okay. So um, there is this term that, that you've used as well, uh, I have to say, and which conjures it up a lot. It, it's the Golden Girls reference. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> You use it yourself, but albeit cautiously. Explain why. So many people have come up to me and said, oh, yes, I want a Golden Girls home. Right. And what I think about is, yeah, okay, those are trained professional comedians with script writers making a, a vision of a community and belonging that most of us won't be able to have in that kind of funny way. But I do think that what it shows is people living together and having belonging and community. Okay. And besides, who, who wouldn't want to live with B. Arthur? I mean, the, the lady was a Marine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, but, yeah, again, uh, kind of focusing a little bit on, on, on that sort of a concept, right, where yep. you have um, – and I, I, per, the perception of elderly, I guess, kind of springs into mind. But is that – Kind of, we had a brief moment to talk a little bit about, like my dad, who's in his you know mid 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 eighties. Uh, probably not for him. So I mean, what's what's your target demographic to try to get this done? I usually say that the person asking me, it's it's us, it's our generation, the boomer generation. Okay. So too many people do not have enough money for retirement. Yeah. Period. That's a thing. And they are beginning to panic as they see it, and they're like, what am I gonna do? And I say, share housing. Okay. It's, that's what I did. So I came to this whole project mm -hmm. because I have lived in shared housing almost my entire adult life yeah. on purpose. Okay. And in fact, it was when I was living in my four bedroom house that I bought in Silver Spring, Maryland before I moved to Vermont, I bought it to have housemates in because I, I knew I didn't want to live alone. Okay. I'm unusual in that, perhaps, but I also didn't want to spend the kind of money I needed to live alone, even in 1995, and right. now in 2023, it's, it's ridiculous. So let me ask you a question. Most people move to Vermont to be alone. <laughs> so so how does that work for you? Why do you think that's true? It's kind of a quiet life. Uh, it's a quiet life, but they also move to Vermont. For the country, yeah. they move for the community. Mm -hmm. We have an unusual community here in Brattleboro. Yeah. It's just amazing. It is. It is amazing. Let, let's let's do this then, because we want to focus a little bit on the, on the local programming that you're doing. So yeah. explain what you're doing here locally. So what I'm trying to do, well, what I'm doing. Okay. We have a program we're calling SHIFT, 
shared housing incentives for taking action. All right. And it is particularly for Wyndham and Windsor County homeowners to incentivize them to make this move. Because what I have seen in the, my book came out in 2011, so it's 12 years. What I have seen is that what I, the people I call home seekers yeah. who want to move in, those are plentiful. But people who already have homes have a really hard time thinking about opening up their houses to having somebody else move in. So what Hang I'm trying to do. I'm gonna, that would be me. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so what I'm trying to do, what we're doing with this, is trying to offer a little bit of money mm-hmm. for to help incentivize. So the way the program works, people can sign up on our website, which is sharinghousing.com. All right. And there's a place that says shift. Okay. And they can you can enroll in the program, which gives the participant immediate access to two online courses that I created. We raised the money da-da, during COVID. Uh-huh. Um, and these courses, one of them is called Five Key Benefits of Sharing Housing. Okay. And that is always free for anybody. Mm-hmm. And then Sharing Housing 101, which is the process of actually selecting somebody you can live with, which is what's also in the book. Sure. Um, it, but it's available as a video course. So I want people to take the two courses. And then once they've completed those courses, to have me come out and look at their house and talk to them about how to make it more comfortable for sharing. Okay. Then they go off and do the whole work, find a housemate, Mm -hmm. make the changes, and we wanna support people as they do that work, and it's a pilot program, so we're learning. And I think one of the places of support is helping people do what I'm calling an announcement um, that's in the process that people have to get clear about what they're looking for. But once they've um, found their housemate and they've made changes, they can come back to us with a homemade agreement, housemate agreement, mm-hmm. which we will witness. Okay. And at that point, we can give them $500 All right. to help reimburse them for changes that they made in their house. And we will continue to support them from there. Okay. It's, it, now, it's interesting. And, and again, it's probably just not going to be for everybody. No, uh, it's but, not. Um, you can, um, there's, uh, there's Anna Marie's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's this whole kind of a, a kit that you sell, on, I, I would assume, at, um, at, at sh- what is it, sharingliving.com. Sharinghousing.com. Sharinghousing.com. Po- apologies. That's okay. Um, and, and you can pick up this whole book if that's something that interests you. Um, so .org versus .com. They're yeah. both sharinghousing.com, .org. What's the difference? So sharinghousing.com is a site that I started as soon as I started writing the book. Ah. And so when the book came out in 2011, it wasn't until 2017 that I said, okay, yes, this really is a nonprofit effort. I am going to make a nonprofit, which I was reluctant to do because, as you know, Wyndham County has quite a lot of nonprofit they organizations. Have, they, have, they have one or two, <laughs> yes. Um, so, and I'd done some nonprofit development in the past, and I, I knew what it would take. But in 2017, I said yes. So I didn't get very creative in naming the nonprofit. I just called it Sharing Housing, Inc., yeah. And then I wanted to have a nonprofit face. So the sharinghousing.org is the nonprofit face with our bio, you know, with presentations and videotapes and who our board is and so yeah. on, that sort yeah. of thing. 
Yeah, it looks. I, I was uh, checking it out. It looks like your board is is fairly diverse and, yep. and kind of um, um, all sort of throughout the Upper Valley and down through here. Um, so, have you found um, have you found success with this with this plan with this with this thing you're trying to launch? I uh, I had a lot of people sign up right away. Okay. And they're not following through. Well, you know, I mean, it's a <laughs> big honest, step, right? Yeah, it's huge. It's really hard. And I am so sympathetic to how hard it is. Right. And I think that one of the things that it's, it, it, I put out a quote in my most recent newsletter, which I don't have in front of me, but it's something about how it is so much easier to think about what you're going to lose in making a change yeah. than understand what you're going to gain in making the change. Well, let's talk about so. Um, it's just it's just Brattleboro alone did mm-hmm. a housing study. I don't I don't know if you're. Oh, I'm very with this, aware. Right? Yes. And and uh, in that study, it showed that we are um, in Brattleboro, mm-hmm. and this is just Brattleboro. I imagine every community is feeling this a 500 housing shortage. Yes. So um, and this impacts many different people on many different levels. How does your concept kind of fold into that and help resolve a problem? I mean, it's an easy, low-hanging fruit kind of question, but there might be a little bit more substance into it. So how many of our householders are living in houses with empty bedrooms? Yeah. I don't have the number in my head because it's it's, a hard thing to... It's an interesting approach, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, There are, I mean, I think we can all, just listening to it, think about friends that we have Mm -hmm. who are between the ages of, say, 50 and 75 who have empty bedrooms. Right. And they're spending their time alone at home. So if they could, in fact, find the heart to say, maybe I could make this available to somebody else, then we've got one more person in housing or we've got a house that becomes available to a family because two older people have decided to join forces. Right. So there's a way in which we increase density yep. by bringing people together under a roof. So, yeah, I mean, over and over again, you hear uh, people sort of get into that kind of quasi-retirement age, retirement age, um, just wanting a little shift in from going from the you know 3,000-square-foot home down to the 1,200-foot you know, condo. Um, so one could suggest, well, you can do that just by inviting people into your home. Here, here. So I, there's a blog post I did a couple of years ago, and I have on my website, I have a category of blog posts called Real People Sharing Housing. Because people who do share housing, they just do it. They don't talk about it. It's right. not a big thing. Yeah, they sure. just do it. And I find I stumble over people all the time. So this particular person ended up... Uh, Uh, inviting two friends to come move in with her. I'm making a long story short. But what she said to me in the interview is as I was cleaning out four rooms for her two friends, I said, well, this is much easier than downsizing. It really kind of is. It really kind of is. And clearing out rooms is necessary. I mean, that's part of the work. Nobody likes to move, right? I've been watching my brother move recently. Nobody likes to move. It is a really hard thing to do. So our approach is about taking it slow, being very careful, talking, 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 getting clear on whether or not you are compatible enough to live comfortably together. 
Because this this theory and, and just using that that housing study could could solve five to ten percent of of the overall problem in Brattleboro alone. I'm going to use that stat. All right, I, I made it up. So <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just I'm thinking. Yes, it could. In, in in the terms that you've explained, in those terms alone, uh, people looking at it through that lens. Yes. Could really solve some problems for a lot of people. They could, if one person wants to downsize, just needs a room, is lonely, wants to uh, wants to experience kind of, you know, cohabitating with somebody, um, they could put their house on the market, opening it up for somebody who can kind of come in and help solve it. And, 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 exactly. and nobody's alone. Exactly. Exactly. So I say that there are five benefits for shared housing. Okay. One of them is the money, and that's really, really clear to everybody. Mm -hmm. And most people start sharing housing because of the money, which is why it's hard for homeowners to open up their houses because they're not necessarily in that money thing unless you are like somebody. Oh, I heard this horrible story. I got a call because somebody thought I could be helpful about a senior citizen in Dummerston. Yeah who took out a reverse mortgage to pay her property taxes. And what happened was the bank went ahead and paid her property taxes and then started charging her interest on the loan for paying the property taxes, which of course she couldn't pay. Right. And when I was called, she was being foreclosed on. Yeah. Now, could she have shared her housing three years previously? And avoided all that. And avoided all of that because she would have had the money to pay her property taxes. Well, that's very real, right? It's a little bit it's about really kind real. of forecasting and looking out and, and, and doing your book. You know, like my, my dad is like right on. He knows, uh, he knows right what day he'll run out of money. <laughs> but he, but <laughs> yeah. he, he, is, he, is, he is unique. But anyway, the, the rest of your steps. Okay, so that's money. The next one is companionship. Mm-hmm. I think we've all learned a lot more about how isolating living at home is because of the COVID pandemic. And in fact, I'm feeling the change. Right. And we know that there is an epidemic of loneliness in this country. So the companionship can be anything from ships passing in the night, and it's nice to have somebody with who leaves the lights on, to a kind of familial having meals together it can be all kinds of different things but there is something about having somebody in the house which i would love to see some research on it i believe people sleep better when there's somebody else around that there's a little less sense of that alienation maybe it's one of the reasons why people have dogs yeah you know Um, so companionship help around the house the all the maintenance stuff that we do naturally We have to do it all by yourself. Sustainability. Yep. Use less of the world's resources. Sure. And my fifth benefit is my, it, I came up with it, and it's what I call whole person health. Yeah. And for me, what that means is I believe that we exist as human beings to give and receive all right. on a daily basis. Sure. And when you live with somebody, you can have a cadence of reciprocity of giving and receiving that is enlivenly, enlivenly. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have that, I think you, the soul kind of shrivels up and, 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 and it's painful. Right. It's painful. Yeah. So we're supposed to be together. You know, human beings are designed. We are wired to be connected. We're, we're social beasts. And this business of living by ourselves under a roof for days and so on is 
unnatural. It's not the human condition, and it's painful. It is. Anna Marie, thank you for jumping on the program on Vermontitude, explaining it all, uh, explaining it all to us. Um, she's written a book right there, uh, and uh, you can find out more by going to sharinghousing.org or .com. Thank you. Thank you so much.